Davi here, and today we have a new episode in the Davi podcast. And today we'll talk about doing what gets rewarded. Essentially, what you want to do is focus more on, or focus your energy, your time, your efforts on high return or high reward activities. And it's good, or it's easier to do this when you have some kind of feedback. Um, try to find a way to figure out your analytics. And I think it helps if you're posting something on social media because you can get way more feedback that way. Usually, you will have a way to measure your viewership, your engagement, your analytics. Try to find a way to get results or get feedback from in your work. And try to find the stats of your work and see what gets the most of what you want. Whether it be engagement, viewership, um, sales, or whatever your metric is. But the point here is to focus on what actually gets you more rewards. You don't have to find the best thing that gets you rewards. You just have to have more than usual. If it gets you more than what you usually have and you find that there's a pattern to that thing and you find that whenever you do a certain thing, that's what gets you the or more results than usual, then try to double down on those things. By doing this, you're being more pragmatic and you're less you're not because sometimes we want things the way we want them to be but in reality things don't always work out that way like we have to be judged by the public and you have to find out what actually works like, is there a market for what you're doing uh, is what you're doing actually giving you the best results or the more results than you want but am i saying it right the point is you want the, not necessarily the best. I mean, of course, who wouldn't want the best results? But if you can't have the best, just have more results than usual. Find what gets you more results than usual and then double down on those things. Try to find which gives you the most results compar- comparatively and judge this or base this off of your past performance or past results. And if you find something that's getting you more results or more rewards than usual, then focus more on those things instead because you don't want to waste time doing things that don't actually give you anything or that give you less. And I think this takes some sacrifice where you actually learn to let go of good results and you exchange them essentially for great results. It's going to feel bad or you're going to feel bad when you let go of things that don't get you as much results. And that's okay. You need to you need to be able to learn to let go of things that just don't benefit you as much. And you need to double down on say because there's this principle, the eighty twenty principle, where twenty percent of something leads you or gains or gets you eighty percent of the results. So you don't actually have to focus on everything. Just find that essential twenty percent, and that's going to get you the most results. And I think it applies here, where let's say when it comes to content creation. Find the content that actually gets you most of the oh, most of your viewership or most of your subs or most of your engagement because like what's the point of doing content or creating content that nobody wants to look at anyway? Oof, pain. <laughs> and you know, it's not. I mean, it can feel bad because like you know you may think you people want to see a certain thing, but in reality, no one actually wants to see your you know environment or whatever artwork you're trying to create or whatever content you're trying to focus on focus instead on content or 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 on things that actually get you the most or better results 
So it's more about choice. It's more about recognizing certain patterns and then doubling down on specific things on just the special few that gets you the most results. Um, for example, I've noticed, and maybe this can be like a, its own episode, but we'll tackle it in this episode. Um, for example, I've noticed in my YouTube thumbnails, thumbnails. Now, thankfully, I do have a lot of content on my YouTube channel. So I have like 100 plus videos and they do have decent viewership. Some have more than others. So here's what I've found. So it's, it's important to find the patterns in your work and what actually gets what are the things that get you the most or better results than, you know, your other things? So in this case, when it comes to my YouTube videos, when it comes to my YouTube thumbnails, and when it comes to the actual content or video content, it's hard to, I have to actually watch the video again, but just looking at it in terms of, or looking at, at it with the lens of, or with the lens of the thumbnails, the YouTube thumbnails, I've noticed a few things. The videos that get more views in general are thumbnails or if i have a thumbnail that's clear um that usually gets the most results because sometimes i post muddy somewhat muddy maybe it's a bit too impressionistic or maybe it's a bit too expressive where the silhouette of the the subject isn't clear anymore and i think that that dissuades people from trying to or from wanting to watch the video because if it looks muddy maybe the video itself is muddy so maybe if it's too blurry if something is too blurry or muddy people don't tend to click the video as much or view the video as much. I've noticed that whenever something is cool, now it's hard to define what makes something cool, but I think it's more of a feeling. If you can sense the coolness in the freaking thumbnail, I think most people, or I've noticed that most people tend to view that video as well. Now, usually I'm not a very detail-oriented person, but I have reviewed artists that have high detail, intricate, almost like highly rendered um, they have highly rendered style, styles or highly detailed, intricate styles. And if people can see that in the thumbnail, that does well uh, as well. Um, high contrast is pretty common in YouTube uh, to focus on high contrast thumbnails, but it especially works for artwork. Being able to see, especially if some areas of the thumbnail are pretty much close to black, they tend to do well on my channel. Um, and with that, and with the high contrast, there's usually like this space or this 20% where it's highly saturated or there's this concentration of saturation, usually around 20 to 10% of the thumbnail. And I think it helps with the whole high contrast thing. There are some parts that's heavy or pretty much close to black. And then there are other areas or there's, there's a 10, 20% space where it's highly um, saturated, where the saturation is more concentrated at in. So if you have any of these elements, they tend to do well, or I've noticed on my channel anyway, they tend to do well. So why not double down on these aspects since they get you or they contribute, I guess, to more viewership, right? And when it comes to like um, the, the fullness of the thumbnails, I've noticed that if I'm, if I'm kind of zoomed in or if there's a close-up of the artwork, they tend to do well. For example, if you're doing some kind of environment or let's say a full creature design, it's better to focus on like the face or the head or the most intricate or epic part and letting that fill up the space of the thumbnail. If you have too much negative space, those thumbnails don't tend to do well. Maybe there's just something about the close-up or the zoomed-in aspect of it that just maybe it pulls people in. Whatever the reason is, it works. And I think that's what you want to focus on when you're trying to focus on things that get you the most reward. What actually gets you the most rewards? What gets you the most results? 
if you're not rewarded as much, then don't focus or don't try to replicate or emulate that kind of activity. Focus your efforts, your time, your, en- your energy on things that actually gain you or get you the most rewards, that get you the most results. So fuller thumbnails, it's better if you're kind of zoomed in or if you have a close-up of the artwork. Um, it helps if it's somewhat dynamic as well, but I, ha- I have had thumbnails where it's pretty much a, a straightforward kind of direct pose. It's kind of like a straight pose. Um, it's not like a, a third or side angle or side profile view. It's just like a straight, like you're looking at it like from the front. But because it has that strong pose, that kind of empowering pose or intimidating pose, I think that helps you or that helps the thumbnail do much better. So it doesn't have to be always dynamic. I think it has to be strong. There has to be a strong pose element to your or to my thumbnails. And when it comes to subject matter, I've noticed it's pretty, it's overdone, but it's so, I feel like I'm avoiding this, but the people that I've reviewed or the artists that I've reviewed, the ones that do women, girls, chicks, any kind of female character, it's helpful if they're hot (laughs) or just pretty in general or beautiful. Those uh, thumbnails do do tend to do well. And it's pretty common, like even if you don't do an artwork, like, chicks women just do better like it's just so annoying and it's kind of unfair but you know it's not about me it's about what actually gets me the most results and in this case women do rule the world well not the world it's kind of too strong there but in terms of marketing no one no one really wants to see or look at a guy (laughs) oh it's kind of sad but i guess women are the fairer sex and it's just not it's just nice seeing them on screen and again it, it helps if you know if you apply all the things that i've discussed or mentioned you know high detail intricate high contrast concentrated saturation if if they look cool maybe they have some kind of armor or they're more or maybe they're in an epic scene if they're kind of closed up or if if there's a close-up of their face or maybe a slight boob well that's a bit too strong for a thumbnail because that could be taken down but yeah the point is when it comes to subject matter women girls chicks female characters in general just tend to do better it's better if they're pretty or hot cute maybe but i think it's you have to be more on the prettier author side my mechs i've done people or i've done artists review of artists that have done mechs and i think this applies or this falls under the cool factor but it helps if it's highly detailed or if you can see like the the machine parts and you're kind of closing in or if there's a close-up of a specific part say the head or the neck that's super cool that does get me a lot of or way more views than usual I mean, of course, creatures, you know, I think mechs, creatures, and women do fall under the cool category, although I do think there is a hierarchy. First, would have to be women, women, girls, chicks, female characters, I think they rule. I I would put them on the number one spot. Now, for the mechs and creatures, I think it's more of a 50-50, and I think it depends a lot on the amount of detail, the amount of expressiveness, maybe if it's somewhat impressionistic, or if there's some kind of energetic, strong element to it. And of course, the whole high contrast, concentrated saturation thing. And if you're kind of zoomed in on a cool part or if you're kind of zoomed out too much, maybe that won't do as well. But yeah, so women first and then maybe mechs and creatures are kind of on the same level, but they're kind of second to women or girls or chicks. Now, I've also found like a few no-nos. Again, I, I did mention the, the muddy aspect. If it's too muddy, if the thumbnail is not that clear... If it's kind of wishy-washy, if it looks almost like a watercolor wash where everything just blends, 
it doesn't do as well. And I think people just want a clear thumbnail. Um, so there's that. And I've noticed that whenever I've done environment artists, they don't tend to do well. Maybe it's because it's hard to zoom in on a specific part because whenever you're trying to view an environment, you want to see the whole thing. So if you put the whole thing on the thumbnail, it's not as powerful. Like you do need to zoom in. But even if you do zoom in, like it's not even that interesting. Like a building or maybe a car is not going to be as um, visually appealing as say a close-up of a woman's lips or whatever, right? Or a creature's head design. I think environments just don't do as well. So if I'm trying to focus on things that get me the most rewards, I'm going to have to let go of some shitty, uh, muddy thumbnails. And this will depend on the actual artwork. So I may have to not focus on artists that are maybe a bit way too impressionistic. If they don't have a lot of clarity, if the silhouette is not as clear in their work, I'm going to have to let them go. And it, it may be sad, but if it's not getting me the most results, then what's the point? I'm wasting my time. I need to be able to spend my time, my energy, and my efforts wisely. And yes, with, with that, I, I may have to tone down on the environment artists just because, you know, they don't, they don't do as well. And it's unfortunate, but I want to be more pragmatic. I want to be more results-based, and I want to focus on the things that give me the the most high returns or the most high rewards i want to focus on high return and high reward activities so whatever thing you're trying to improve on or if you're trying to save time find the patterns in that thing and double down your energy your efforts your time on the special few things that actually get you the most rewards or the most results it's going to be sad to let things go but you have to do it if you want to save time energy and effort Hopefully this video helps you try to be more pragmatic, um, see what actually gets you the results, and don't be afraid to let things go. Let go of the good results and exchange them for better, greater results. So hopefully this episode helps you and do what gets you the most rewards. I'll see you in the next video or sorry, podcast episode. Bye.